Celebrity Trump supporters, they're out there. Bumping dicks, it's not just for gay men anymore. And 25% of people who go to the gym have sex there. Find out who, today on The Point. Welcome to this week's episode of The Point, the only talk show bringing gay and straight men together to see what happens. I have a couple of exciting announcements today. First of all, I know you're you're sitting there watching the show on YouTube, but we have an exciting announcement. We are now on iTunes. We are now downloadable. Yes. <laughs> yes. We are now downloadable as an audio version on iTunes. So all you have to do is go to the iTunes store search The Point and subscribe. And it'll automatically be downloaded to your phone and your tablet and all that good stuff. So that's very exciting, a new development there. It's called Spe a podcast. It's called a podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast. So they are. Yes, but we and now have a And make sure you podcast. click on our logo because there are others and one is like an, a church. Yes, yes. We're not allowed in that one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there are other shows like on variations of our name, but we it's are a different the kind point. Of preaching. So just yeah, look yeah. for the point logo, which is right here behind yeah. us. Um, it's also an exciting day because we have two, again, we have two guest co-hosts today since Ori and Matt are off doing their performance things. We have back with us fitness expert Nathan Mason. Hey. Thank you, thank you. And we also have with us Kiro Salib. And he is um, the, uh, the, the man or one of the men, or is it just you? It's just me, I'm just, the founder. You're the founder of Arabian Nights. Yes. Um, and what exactly, uh, for, I'll just ask, what is Arabian Nights? So Arabian Nights LGBTQ is a not-for-profit organization um, that started in February of this year. Uh, the concept came, there is a Facebook group for the gay Middle Eastern men of Toronto, and they were talking about wanting to start a party. Um, and one of them said, oh, we could rent, you know, a, a party room. And I was there, I was like, oh my God, no, <laughs> let me jump into this. Um, so I decided to jump in because I have the experience in event planning and party planning um, and advertising. So I decided I'm going to take it on. But then I also realized that there's a big need for the uh, LGBTQ Middle Eastern community. So I decided to turn it into a not-for-profit organization. Uh, so pretty much the money that comes in is meant to help a lot of the Middle Eastern LGBTQ community um, accept their faith and their sexuality, uh, help a lot of the LGBTQ refugees find jobs or pay for English classes for them, uh, find them a safe home if they need to, um, HIV AIDS education. So there's a huge variety of things very focused on the Middle Eastern culture, religious aspect of things, spiritual aspect of things. Um, so, and, and that's what it's pretty much Does about. It, cool. Does it have, I'm just fascinated, sorry to sort of hijack go, go, this go. conversation, but is it difficult to try to reconcile the uh, their sexuality and their faith. Absolutely. Because they seem to be very opposing from what I understand. Well, very much so. I mean, I grew up in Canada all my life, uh, and even here, growing up Coptic Orthodox Christian, um, it was a huge fight for me. Uh, but you're originally the, from? 
Uh, from Egypt. Egypt. Yeah, I was born in Egypt. We arrived in Canada in 87. You'd think that uh, by the time I came out that my parents would be accepting and so on, but it wasn't the case. Um, you know, so it was very hard for me to accept both. And at a certain point, I just decided I hate religion. I hate everything about religion. Uh, but as I got older and, you know, developed more emotionally, um, and be more self-confident in myself, I realized that you could actually still have both, but you don't, but there's a way of doing it. But you, you it. Uh, though, I mean, you had an interesting experience with your parents, correct? Yes, so the, the way it all started, I was 15, um, I went into confession and I told the priest, by the way, I'm, I'm gay. And it's, it's, I've known it since I was five. Uh, he decided to go tell my parents. Um, so he outed me to my parents and he encouraged my That's parents to kick cool. me out. No. That's not cool at all. Um, he no, encouraged my parents uh, to kick me out of the house, forced me, forced me into conversion therapy, which didn't work, obviously. Uh, <laughs> you know, so all this stuff. Um, and it, it led me on a darker path eventually where I ended up being homeless at a certain point. Um, but that was 15 uh, that it happened. I was kicked out of the house and had to kind of figure out my life on my own. I'm, I'm, it's kind of a blessing in disguise. It's an awful blessing, but a good blessing at the same time, if, if you could get what I'm trying to say about that, because then it allowed me to be who I am today and to do what I'm doing today. It's interesting, you mentioned how faith played a role in this. You're originally from Egypt, you're running this organization for LGBTQ Middle Easterners. Yes. Um, the assumption would be that you're Muslim. Yes, that happens very often. But you're not Muslim. No. Um, so There's I, a I'm, little bit of an assumption when I ask that question. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I actually talked common. to him at all before the show started. Um, so I, I'm wondering how uh, that sort of plays out um, within the LGBT community, but also in the greater community. I mean, so. Well, within the LGBTQ community, uh, the Middle Eastern community, you know, they know I'm Egyptian. They'll be, oh, you, by my name, they're able to tell that I'm Coptic Orthodox um, when I was, uh, that's how I, was, I grew up. Uh, but within, outside of the Middle Eastern community, it's very often, oh, so, you know, they start talking to me about Islam and so on. I'm like, I'm not Muslim. They're like, what? How is that possible? I'm like, well, let me give you, you a bit of a history know. lesson. Well, how is that possible? <laughs> you know, exactly. So, but they're like, oh, but you speak Arabic and so on. I'm like, well, Arabic was kind of imposed on the Egyptians, uh, which was predominantly Christian. And then prior to being fully Christian, they were pagans, right? Uh, the pharaonic times. And so a lot of people, it allows me to educate people so I don't get offended. However, um, you know, when I lived in D.C., um, in, I, Washington. in Washington, yeah. D.C., I got ordained as an Anglican priest. Um, so I had left religion, came back to religion. Really, really came back. To yes, uh, <laughs> and I was a full-time pastor there. And there was one time I was on the metro in my full priest garb, my cassock. I had the collar, every, the so cross. The, the cross, the big cross. Everything. Right. And literally a couple saw me uh, on the metro and immediately like, oh my God, a terrorist on the metro. And they didn't come on. I was there. I was like, <laughs> like this is even even with this, it doesn't make a difference. Um, so it's it's something that happens constantly, and it's fine. So I, I, I would have thought they'd be like, "Oh God, a priest." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's <laughs> that's what happened when I came into Toronto. Actually, uh, okay. <laughs> the gay community was more like, "Oh God, a priest." priest. I'm like, uh. Well, because I thought your yeah. story could have also been, I said to the priest that I was gay, and the priest said, "Me too." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, meet so out back, yeah. right? You're, oh, a bit you're oh, planning youth group. <laughs> 
Sorry. You were planning youth groups. Uh, I, well, well, prior to prior to Arabian Nights, you mean? No, like you said, you have planning experience. Yes. So it was actually I used to do um, a lot of events for when I worked in advertising. So it was more oh, like advertising events and so on. Many lives. Yes. <laughs> I've I had to kind of have, go through. Haven't loops. we all? Yeah. Like when you have to come out of the closet. I mean, this is that, yeah, when you have to come out of the closet. In a certain way, you do lead many lives. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm curious, though. You know, we're we're still living. You know, in in the uh, the the Basque of of Trump uh, being the president elect. Still, still, yes. Oh, um, what was your reaction to? I, I mean, a lot of his xenophobia is yes, it's it's Islamophobia, but it's you know, if you're from the Middle East, you get wrapped up in that. So. I was just wondering what your reaction was to what happened. Oh, um, and then you lived in Washington. Yeah, I mean, living in Washington, um, I, I never used to be involved in politics until I lived in D.C. Uh, my church, we were a big activist a church, very activist church, and we actually got recognized by the White House for it, and it was incredible. But it taught me a lot about politics. So. Because of that, I got really involved into politics this time, and seeing Trump winning, I was in disbelief, but at the same time, I understood why it happens. Why? Um, uh, well, a lot of a lot of people went into the comfort zone of thinking, oh, you know, Hillary's going to win it. I don't need to go out there or so on. So complacency uh, was a big problem. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that that plays a huge role. And I've experienced that when I was living in, in Washington, D.C. Uh, during the uh, midterm elections of Obama. Um, you've seen people do it and you're there, you're like, stop, like you need to go out there. But people just, they don't want to. Um, so it, it, was, it was a shock. It was a shock uh, for me to see Trump win after all. Uh, so what do, you, what do you say then to, I mean, here you're running an organization that's helping LGBTQ Middle Easterners. There is so much now, this has given license to people. We've seen the, the reports of you know, women's hijabs being torn off and epithets right. being thrown around. What do you, what's your advice? What do you say to people who are now living in fear? And um, you wanna know what? I've been getting a lot of phone calls uh, after the election from friends crying. Um, it's, it's been very emotional for me too, uh, to hear some of their stories and the fear that they're going through. And it was very hard for me at first to find out what to tell them. Um, but then I, I found it empowering because it made me realize, I'm like, you know what? You need to fight. It's not over. What happened happens. It's still not over. So, and it, I, I constantly remind them that this is kind of history repeating itself. The younger generation have a tendency of thinking, oh, you know, the generation before us fought. We don't need to worry about it. Wrong. And this is where I kind of use that to make them realize your fight is not over. You have a bigger purpose in life. You're able to do that. This is what you have to learn from this. And I understand if you live in fear, find the group that you will feel secure with, stay together, keep in touch with each other, you know, and this is how, what you have to do right now. I mean, it's, it's, it's not the best solution. It's not the, it's not necessarily going to take the full fear away, but you can't live in the fear. Yeah, I mean, there there was uh, uh, stuff going on uh, over the last few weeks about uh, his proposed Muslim ban, Trump's proposed Muslim ban, and after he won the election, 
Um, it was taken off the website. Well, it turns out that was an error. Now it's back. Um, an error. An error. And now the Muslim ban is back on the website. And so that's now, he says, going to be policy of the administration. Maybe he meant to say a Muslim van. And he was just <laughs> no. like a really obscure reference to his infrastructure and transit plans. Yes. Yeah. Or it's like a Scooby-Doo van with, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I mean, you live in Canada now. Uh, I mean... Even though you're not Muslim, it's you know it scares me. It's the it's it's the brown people. The association. It's, it's yeah. It, yeah. It's the bl the black and the brown people and the gay people and all. It's, so what what do you say to uh, um, people around the world who used to look at? I mean, under Obama, um, you know, they saw it as a beacon, and now they see it as. It's it's kind of it's scary. It's very very scary because even. Um, even me, like here in Canada, after the uh, Orlando Pulse nightclub shooting, I got followed by cops, you know, so it doesn't matter when, you know, if someone tries to say what, what worries me a lot about this is that if some white supremacists decide to attack a Middle Eastern individual, assuming that they're Muslim because they have a beard, just like I would, you know, and they're like, no, I'm Christian kind of thing, they'll be like, oh no, you're Muslim, whatever, you're lying. So there, that's, I don't even know what to think of that right now. It's, it's I'm still processing I, this and I'm, I'm not sure what to say I, to you. I, I, I've never heard of, you know, people on the right pointing to, you know, a black or brown Christian and saying, no, you're Muslim and we know you're Muslim because you were born in Kenya. I, I don't think they've ever done that with anybody. Never. No. Never. Oh no, they haven't. They haven't. And that, that's what drives me nuts because a lot of the internal terrorists within the US were white who decided I'm gonna go with ISIS and be an ISIS supporter. Like, so it's kind of, what do you do, what do, you do with those people then? The problem what do you is do there's do a with disconnect right there, right? Where they're not realizing that not all Muslim people speak for all Muslim people, no. you know what I mean? But they don't see that, they don't recognize that. So, but when it is sort of like, a fucking crazy white guy who goes in and murders a bunch of people or whatever and creates this, this terrorist mental attack. Yeah. yeah, it's like, yeah, well, it's that's, not, issues. that's yeah. not all white guys. It's no, just it's, this it's one particular person. But they don't seem to realize that they connect that in their head, but they don't connect it when it's not them. No, and, and the reason being is because, you know, Islam, just like Christianity, there's, it has different roots, uh, different sides to it. Um, you know, Christianity, you have the evangelicals who are the terrorists of Christian, Christianity in the U.S. I'm, I'm not going to hide that. The Bible Belt, they're, they're crazy. They're delusional. I've dealt with them. And at a certain point, I had to actually give up trying to do anything with them because it's their way or no way. And I'm looking at them, I'm like, you're more extremist than an actual Muslim who is kind and nice. And um, I've always ta told a lot of other Christians that it's like, I'm sorry, but some Muslims are more Christian than you and I will ever be. Um, so it's... It's Crazy insane. times we live in. Yeah, I mean, there was yeah. a situation um, at the Black Eagle here, for instance, a guy who grew up, um, you know, in India, um, grew up Christian. Um, people mistake them for Muslim. He attacked, my friend is Muslim. We were at the bar and he attacked him. He said, because of you, people think I'm Muslim. I was, I'm like, this is happening wow. right now. Like, this is happening. Well, we're not the only people talking about Donald Trump. Nope. And now, it's Tito's Midpoint.
Make us laugh, Tito. <laughs> yes. Break it um, up. I don't know if I can, actually, with yes. these. Make us laugh. All right, so this week we're playing Pointing Fingers. So um, this week it's going to be tweets and uh, celebrity tweets, and everyone has to kind of find and guess who said it, basically. Who tweeted? Who tweeted Who that? tweeted? Who, Who tweeted? tweeted okay. This? So, so it's all election related. Um, it's all reactions about, of course, Trump becoming that thing. Okay. Tweet all right. So one. first, first tweet. I watched Frozen without my two-year-old this morning. Despair reveals itself in many forms. So this is <laughs> this is an actor. <laughs> Jeez. Um, a Canadian actor, actually. Ryan Reynolds? Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh! Yeah, I was ah. going to say Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yep, it's him. Well, he... he, he yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Next we have Gonna Miss Obama. Maybe this country needs a Trump presidency to see just how good we had it and took it for granted. Hashtag God bless the USA. Katy Perry. No. <laughs> this is a black older actress. You, uh, I was uh, going to uh, say... Uh, uh, Viola Davis. No. Ooh, good try though. But they were in a movie together, I think. Vanessa Williams? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, no, I don't know. Okay, who. so it was Octavia Spencer. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. All right. Would never guess that. Next we have a... <laughs> Just saying. Simply, a true American horror story. Ryan Murphy? No. Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga. No. <laughs> it's a gay actor who is actually in American Horror Story, but oh. it was Cheyenne Jackson. Oh, okay. Oh. Is that, is that the guy we put that topless photo in that episode a few episodes ago? No. He's, but he's hot though, right? Yeah. Okay, so we need to get get a photo of Cheyenne Jackson <laughs> yeah. up on the screen just to make us feel better. Does nobody watch okay? American Horror Story? Just no. get the photo on what? there. Okay. Move I have on. PTSD. <laughs> I'm not watching this. I just gave our editor a little bit more work to do, but All right, maybe this is rock bottom and there's nowhere to go but up. Another white actress. Red hair. Jessica Chastain. Um, Amy Adams. She's funny. She's a funny girl. She was in Mean Girls. Lindsay Lohan? No. I feel like Rachel McAdams? No, wait. wait Do you know what red hair is? Right. <laughs> exactly. Well, red I'm hair pretty sure and wait a minute. Amanda Seyfried is. Oh, she's she doesn't blonde. have red hair. Blonde. She's blonde. She's a, blonde. she's a strawberry blonde, okay? It's oh, 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 reach. I'll That's do not something to your strawberry. Go. Strawberry <laughs> blonde. That's what are these colors? I, I was at a TIFF premiere and Amanda Seyfried walked about. Two and a half feet away from me. It was pretty exhilarating. She's so pretty. Yeah. yeah. What color was her hair? It was blonde. Okay, so, <laughs> so for the for the <laughs> editor's <laughs> sake, let's get a picture of Amanda Seafried right there. Okay? Good. Make all the straight guys feel better. I kinda okay. see her as a little mermaid, so I see her with like red hair. That's probably why. Oh. Okay, next. Next. Congratulations to my friend at Real Donald Trump. An astonishing achievement. Hashtag president. Caitlyn Jenner. No, Barack Obama. Definitely. <laughs> Michelle Obama. No. Taylor Swift. No. Uh, one of the Baldwins? Is it oh, Stephen Baldwin. Stephen Baldwin. Yeah, yes. Stephen Baldwin. Was yeah, a, he was big on that. Or, no. No, Chachi. No. Scott Baio. Chachi? Chachi. Scott Baio. He's too young to is know what a Chachi guy? is. He spoke. The, he, is it the PayPal Scott Baio is the actor who played Chachi. Oh, the Chachi guy. And Clint Eastwood. He's a news, a news anchor. Why is a news anchor tweeting yeah. that no, out? No, no. Uh, Pierce? No. no. Yes. 
Pierce Morgan? Pierce Morgan yeah, did that? Definitely not Anderson. Oh, okay, Pierce oh Morgan's also not a news anchor. No, Let's, he's, he's just a buffoon. Okay, next. <laughs> I feel... Just a buffoon. <laughs> I feel like America just sent in our tuition check for Trump University. Ooh. This is an R&B <clears throat> male singer. John Legend. Yep. Oh, good call. What? <laughs> you know more about any of those songs than Not I do. Not R&B men. I don't know. Isn't it all the same? <laughs> no, hip-hop and oh, R&B are yeah, different. No, that's, I was oh my god, hip-hop. you're so racist. Wow. Not racist. That was very stereotyping. You are not allowed to watch Hamilton. Stereotyping on okay. <laughs> The hate tweets I'm getting based on trying to promote unity in spite of division is a perfect example of how his hate has already affected us. Katy Perry. Stop saying Katy well, Perry. She, she no, say Katy Perry because I love Katy. White Perry. blonde actress. Yeah. Funny, funny. Amanda Seyfried. No, she's blonde. Amy Schumer. She was Amy just Schumer. in. She was Amy just Schumer. in Bad Moms with Mila Kunis. Bad Moms. Oh, oh, Christina she's in Applegate. The Good Place. No. Oh, could, Kristen could Bell. You, could you make a Mila Kunis? She's in The Good Place. Oh, uh, Kirk, uh, uh, Kirk, Kirk, Kirk Bell. I already said Wait, it. I already guessed it. Already? Kristen Bell. Yeah. Yeah. Kristen Bell. Uh, we got time for one more. No, we don't. Moving on. Choose one. These are hard. Okay. Congratulations, <laughs> Donald Trump, for your stunning victory over your opponent. Looking forward to making America great again. Oh, just, just I don't wow. care. It's just disgusting. Uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> male actor, action movies back in the day. Arnold. No. 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 Steven Seagal. Steven Seagal. Yes. Didn't didn't I Steven Seagal just get made a Russian citizen by yeah. Vladimir Putin? Yeah. What? Wow. Yeah. That like and, just and happened. Do you know the uh, uh, the top diplomat in Russia <laughs> actually came out and said that they did have discussions with the Trump campaign, even though the Trump campaign said that they didn't have discussions with the. So there you go. That's the state of the world today. Thank you, Tito, for today's midpoint. All right. Oh, and now for something completely different, because we need to something lighten things lighter. up. Light, uh, something lighter. Okay, Nathan, you work at a gym. You've worked in many gyms for many years. A new survey has come out uh, polling 2,000 people. It says that uh, 25% of participants in the survey admitted to having had sex at their gym. Even the people who weren't actually getting down in the steam room were at the very least thinking about it or hoping that it might. And 70% of women who answered the poll reported that they had considered having sex with their personal trainers. 66 of people overall cited the very possibility of sex at the gym as factoring into their decision to work out. And one in 10 people who go to the gym bring a condom with them just in case it happens. Don't you mean sex with a guy named Jim? No, no. no. Okay. First, I just want to make sure right? that it's not just sort of a miscommunication in no, the polling. No, no. And the, the, but the, what interests me is that there's, a, a, of course, the the joke about you know gay men hooking up in the locker room. But this is men and women. There are so this is, is straight true? people. I can't picture it as, as a woman thing. I mean, you think of a women's change room. You think of like them just having pillow fights or like trying to undo each other's bra with one hand. You know? I don't think. <laughs> you don't think of like why would there be pillows in the change room? I don't know. Just my own my, my own my own. You know, you don't think of like a woman standing like a Captain Morgan stance, like eating a sandwich, like letting it all hang and out. And this is it works in a gym. Like, you know, this, this, you this is an authority like <laughs> speaking yeah. on what happens. It's locker room talk. Yeah, you know, that's locker room talk. Wait, so how <laughs> are straight women bringing, how would they want to bring their trainers into their gym? I don't know. This is what I don't understand. And this is why so I'm, asking, this, I'm like asking the gym yeah. expert here. 
from the trainer female member, I mean, you know, it's you're getting some stretching, you're doing some things. I mean, things happen. Mm-hmm. I guess, sure. Right? So yeah, but you're okay. Know. You're not going to have sex not, on not the floor. Work, I mean, are they well. having sex in the male change room or the female change room? Because you know, the female change room usually an issue. Male change room. Less what's of easier, what's easier to smuggle through? Like, I think it's easier to smuggle in the, in the men's change room, definitely. You know, I mean, yeah, because I mean, you can smuggle a woman into the men's change room. Yeah, oh, no, man on man, 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 man on man. Like, no, but no, this is I'm straight sex. Wait, 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 I'm talking about straight. Oh, man. This is know. straight sex. It's probably in the bathroom. I guess, like, there's so a, maybe, was the, this ba- maybe the bathroom's on the, on the gym floor, I guess. I don't know. So I, I have to ask, where was this? Uh, this conducting. was actually in the UK. Steamworks. Okay, so in the Steamworks. UK. Steamworks. Is a Steamworks survey. <laughs> no, because, no, because that actually makes a really, that, yeah, that actually ten, makes of a the, big difference. Of the ten women, seven of the women actually considered having sex. No, so it's, uh, the, the reason why I'm asking because that makes a difference. In Europe, co-op change rooms. Oh, co-op. Very, oh, oh, really? They have co-op change. Yeah, they have co-op. co-op sorry, co-op change rooms Cosanas, are very common. Co-steam so rooms. even really? steam rooms and so on. So that's very different in the U.S. So the logistics are a lot easier yeah. to sort out. Exactly. You can get that stuff done. That's why I asked that question because when I when I was in Europe, I remember seeing that. I was like, what? Seeing that <laughs> Wait, you saw it you, happen? Were you a part so, of it? Yeah, like it. So. Oh shit! Oh, oh, okay, okay. okay. What happens in Turkey stays in Turkey. <laughs> no, but oh. it's a different country. What? You got <laughs> no, it's part of it's part of Europe anyway. But Turkey. it's but getting, uh, <laughs> getting stuffed in Turkey. We are coming up to Thanksgiving. It's a Turkey. Yeah. We're past so, Thanksgiving. No, but it's it's uh, you know those co-ed gems. It's I've seen it happen. Like you know, so you've seen like straight sex getting it on. And no, the, like they uh, the guy or the girl just end up. Hiding away and so on, or they try to flirt with each other, cruise each other there in the steam room, or so on. Like it, it happens. Much like, easier I mean, over there than if they can both get in the steam room or the sauna, right? You know, much easier. Yeah. Exactly. So it we're does living happen. in the wrong place. Where, and you got to remember, in, in in the UK, the gyms over there, it's not like the showers. It's not like stalls with curtains, like in most gyms here. Over there, they're private. Like rooms, pretty much where. Oh, so you have like very. So it's, it's very private. It's, it's very private. So those gyms, you're able to go into those rooms with someone easily. So if anybody in the UK wants to sponsor a press junket, so we can investigate <laughs> this more, please contact us. <laughs> the point guys at gmail.com. Um, on the same tip. Hashtag stuffed in Turkey. Hashtag yes. stuffed in Turkey. On the same tip as sex in the gym. Uh, the Chicago Cubs recently won the World Series. Um, and <laughs> Congrats. Amazing. <Yay>. Amazing. <laughs> well, like the curse of the goat is over or yeah, something 100, like that. 108 years I, or whatever. It's the curse of the goat. Um, but um, two of the players on the Cubs team, to celebrate the winning home run, did what is now being called the junk bump. Right, first guys, like it became a thing to do that, the fist bump, then it was the chest bump, right? right. Like that, and we can't quite. Uh, Gordon, you're gonna do this next example with him. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. The, so they actually bumped their uglies. Like they jumped up and their crotches <laughs> went like. Oh, with clothes oh, on. To, to, with, yes, with clothes on. They're both wearing like, cups, though. They're how both wearing cups. How do they know? Cups, how do they know what's the pelvis punch? I think that's like the thing. A... They got the cups on. They want to make the noise. You know what I mean? I mean, I play I, I baseball. I mean, I'm always is. walking around going... That's what you do when you play baseball. You're sitting on the bench. You're like, check it out. I really do not understand the sport Absolutely. I mean, you got to do this stuff. I mean, you're eating sunflower seeds. You know, you got some tobacco in there. 
It's fantastic. <laughs> it's some people it's the American funny it. it's, it's I grew so up funny. in the States as these things happen. Right? You know, it's a... I, I mean, I, 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 Gordon. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, you look like you were going to say Please something. You were, you were confused. Yes, but this well, you'd is have to clothed. ask me a question. Really. This is clothed in there. But I, is this is this like the new thing? Is this what straight men do now? No. They they junk their bump. I mean, they bump their junk just to touch celebrate. The tips. Yeah. They touch the t- just the tips. Touch the tips. The dock. No, they don't. They dock. <laughs> they dock. Oh, dock. Oh my god. <laughs> Where is this going? No, but like I don't. This is something I've never the dock, understood. The docking this is, the is same. something that I've never understood about like straight men camaraderie, like the the bumping junk and even the butt, the chest bumping and the snapping of the towels on the butt. It's like it's so homoerotic, and but yet you're all straight. Like I don't get it. It's almost animalistic, like male dominance. So the fact when they won doing that, it's like the peak of manhood dominance, just like. But yeah. they're not dominating. Yeah, yeah. Like two things coming park. together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, get a home run. it's like yeah, your wife is mine now. It's, like, but I, it's but just like, super dick. It's right? super dick. Yeah, yeah what is it like, like a dicks. superhero? It's a hashtag it's super dick. Yeah, hashtag super dick. Hold on, I want to hear about super dick here. What's a super dick? What the fuck? I don't know about super dick. <laughs> Didn't you just say something about super One dick? One dick and another dick, Mal so two dicks, uh, super dick. <laughs> I just call it a story. Like, like, I don't even know about this. Story I would say about that in baseball. Baseball is like super masculine, right? To compare it to like hip hop, right? If Young Thug can say, I'm smoking penises, right? Which is obviously a Oral lot. sex. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> then I feel like two men could touch cups. I wouldn't do it. You know, it's not my thing. It's not my cup of tea. You know what I'm saying? Not a cup toucher. But if that's your thing, then you don't rock with it. Okay. <laughs> well, well, thank you. That was very insightful. <laughs> um, okay. We covered a lot of good stuff. There, we did. We, we did. Okay. Stuff. It's time for end points. Uh, actually, give us a little background bongo cup bongo. Well, like a, like a like a like a like a should I do like romantic like. <laughs> no. Not so much. Um, actually, <laughs> that is actually Tito's bop of the week. <laughs> That's it, right there. Nathan's cup too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kiro, um, Arabian on, Nights. On where, iTunes. <laughs> where can people find you online? <laughs> Facebook page, Arabian Nights LGBTQ. Nights is with a K. Uh, we have the website, uh, ArabianNightsLGBTQ.com. Uh, we also have the Instagram page, AKLGBTQ. And finally, if you want to reach uh, reach us by email. It's info at ArabianNightsLGBTQ.com. Cool. And uh, Nathan, if people have uh, questions about fitness or sex at the gym, how can they find you? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah, yeah. Junk bumping, of course. And junk bumping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just uh, you, can, you can check me out on Instagram at Nathan H. Mason. You can, you can find me there. There you go. And uh, Tito, your Bob of the Week. Yeah, Bob of the Week this week is BB Rexa's I Got You. I like BB Rexa. She just hosted the EMAs two weeks ago, and she performed it live for the first time. She's amazing. Cool. Well, thank you, Tito, and thank you, everybody. Now, remember, if you like us, make sure you give us a big thumbs up and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Our crowdfunding page, of course, is on Patreon at patreon.com slash thepointguys. Please, 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 if you like us, support us. Also, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, like us on Facebook. We're at The Point Guys, and for all things The Point, Visit our website. And the podcast. Yes, I'm getting there. Just get faster. I'm getting Visit our, but now you slowed me down. Oh my God. Visit our website at thepointguys.net. 
follow us, share on social media, this show. We're on iTunes, our audio podcast. Search iTunes for the point. Look for our logo. You can join us weekly. Is this fast enough? We have a new Let's show. Slow it down just like 5%. Now you're screaming. The video yeah, podcast yeah, calm down, is not calm a down, thing, calm man. Down, calm it's down. just... Calm down. Uh, Calm down. We have a new show online every Tuesday. This is my classical music voice. We have a new show online every Tuesday, so <laughs> we will. What? Fraser. What? Fraser. Oh, Fraser. It's my Fraser voice. We're going overtime this yeah. week, and it's all your fault. Nile freely. New show every Tuesday, so we will see, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday on the point. Point.